0: Hey, it's us. We're across the ocean now. Like magic. We swam. Yep, we swam. We, rode, na- we rode nami's alt. We rode nami's alt. Mm-hmm. Can I can can you do that and can I just like kind of chill with Corky on a Corgi? flying? Sure. Let's go. Well, we're international. <laughs> and what an international time it's been. What what region do you want to start with?
1: What region?
0: Yeah. There's, there's quite a few. Japan, teams. let's go. Let's just start. Okay, banging off with Japan. First off, their finals are coming up here soon, and it's going to be Detonation Focus Me. Big shocker. They're like the, TS or the T1 of Japan.
1: Yeah, they have been consistently showing up at Worlds, right?
0: Well, and just international tournaments in general for
1: a solid couple, like, three four years. And they're always fun to watch. Like, that's just yeah. one thing I would say. Like, I think, I remember one time, DFM Steel. And it was just, he picked Shaco <laughs> in a pro-playing match, and it actually looked like it was working. And they're very wacky. It was wacky, but
0: yeah. and I loved it. the second team there right now in finals is uh, Shogoku Gaming. It was like Sengoku? Sengoku. Sengoku. Gaming. Sengoku. Sengoku. Oh, it's a
1: cool name. It I is, like, it. It, I a like it a lot. Name. Yeah.
0: But it is also where the infamous Reaper that was the head coach for... 100 Thieves. 100 Thieves went to. And has basically cultivated some young Japanese
1: minds. 100D is really begging him to come back. But uh, Sengoku Gaming, they're looking really strong right now. And very soon, DFM and Sengoku Gaming, they're going to be going off and see who goes MSI. It's usually always DFM. I want Sengoku. I want to see Reaper back. That's why, you know. I want to see Reaper internationally. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And I want his theory and, like, thoughts on how the game should be played through Absolutely. a Japanese team of powerhouse youngsters. Because I'm pretty sure most people on Sengoku Gaming are fairly, like, either semi-new or, like, only a year or two in.
1: They all seem very young. It's I, I like it. It's, yeah. it's like, it's Reaper and his, like, genius children. <laughs> you know? <laughs> My anime children have gathered. <laughs> <laughs> I isekai
0: them here. Oh my god! To play League of Legends.
1: <laughs> a dream or a nightmare, we'll see.
0: But let's go straight into China, though. Ooh. What a banger it's been. Since we last talked, we were excited about the weeaboos.
1: The weeaboos versus the animation? Yeah, an
0: animation <laughs> studio. And the animation studio has gone above and beyond beating them. And just doing a banger job. Like three-o. Yeah. Three-o. And they went to best of five against JDG, which is allegedly the best Korean or not Korean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the best Chinese team. Right. Man now. just said Korean. I mean, I don't I don't blame you though, because ruler who was in Genji um, came to JDG and it's kinda just being like, hey. I know I'm from Korea, but I'm going to be the best here. You
0: you want want that easy Chinese world dub? (laughs) You just need a few
1: Korean imports, and I'll give it
0: to you. Because we did our research recently, since we're getting more and more into this. Mm -hmm. We've discovered if you exclude the first two world champions, one by Fnatic and Taipei Gaming. Yeah, whatever. If you get rid of those two, every single team that has won worlds, whether it be a full Korean team or a Chinese team, the Chinese teams have all had at least one to two Koreans
1: in their team. Yep.
0: making Korea number one.
1: FPX had V. Invictus Gaming had the shy and uh, rookie. Yeah. Um. What is it? There's one more. EDG had <laughs> EDG had Scout and Viper. By the way, Scout is Korean. Yeah. If people don't know, it's not I just d- Viper. I did not know that. I just thought yeah. it was Viper. Me too, for the longest time. But I did some research, and I was like, wow. So, you know. Yeah, and so... They know Koreans win the game.
0: Yeah, and so the the anime studio, going best of five against them, impressive. They get knocked down into loser brackets. EDG uh, go into upper brackets against JDG, and they just get
1: destroyed. Yeah, booty smacked, like, real hard. And JDG, 3-0, and that's what we just think that maybe the BLG versus JDG game might be really... The rematch might be really exciting because JDG obviously had a tougher time against BLG versus EDG. Now BLG, they took out OMG obviously and they're fi- they're finally going against EDG to see which one of them will lock in the MSI spot with yeah. JDG. What do you think?
0: I think Biblia... I want... So in theory... ADG will win because there's always like the Chinese speculation of it's really hard for the kind of early young, like not really like cemented teams making it. Mm-hmm. Like JDGs had a, or when they first started, they had kind of an okay run mm-hmm. and then they just got good. Yeah. So they they
1: sure. finally collected enough decent players to make a foundation. Absolutely. And, you know, we can't forget our worlds. They were our number one seed and also the. Highest placed Chinese team yeah. at Worlds, and EDG they
0: they have that foundation already, mm-hmm. saying that they've won Worlds once already. Absolutely, and their team is very solid.
1: But BLG has Bin. That is true. <laughs> That's like Bin is just so cracked. Uh, when he was in RNG, he was destroying. He got swapped, moved around a bit. Now he's in BLG, and he's still destroying. He he's an incredible player, both micro and macro. And you can just tell... Kind of like 369, where we saw him as a very mechanical player. I honestly, in my opinion, think Bin is an even greater mechanical player. So my thoughts on up.
0: this is that it will be uh, Studio Bibli Gaming. I keep saying Studio, but I think it's just I Bibli Gaming. Just Billy
1: Billy or something yeah. like that.
0: I think they're like the Golden Guardians in that they'll make it to the finals. Okay. For winning, though... I think JDG will still win. You still think JDG will win? Yeah. Okay. I think they'll still win. I think that they're just very solid. But I'm I, th- very I excited. think they're a contender for Worlds. I'm Aren't still very excited to see that. Or not, not, really, not, really not Worlds. I think, that, I think, well, Worlds too, but. MSI. I feel like it's they're going to be a final contender for MSI.
1: Understandable. Yeah, I mean, they're writing a team. very big momentum, right? I mean, obviously the momentum slowed down a little bit because they lost to JDG, but. They're, they're showing up, and a lot of people are very excited for this team. I
0: think a good showing would be JDG versus T1. Rematch? In Worlds, or not Worlds, MSI. Yeah. Now, some people might say G might be better, because once again, T1 realized that they cannot beat Gen.G to save their lives <laughs> at finals.
1: Yeah, they usually do a better run at Worlds, but... I don't know. It, maybe Genji's just like in home ground, we're we're the kings it's or something like that. Second split
0: in a row, they've dropped the ball, mm-hmm. and it's it's hard to watch. I was I so excited for T one because they've it's completely different. Even though it's the same players, they feel completely different going into finals. Everyone thought they were gonna win too. There was just such. It almost felt like they each player on T one had their own way of wanting to win. Mm-hmm their split. It was the, I think it was the first time ever where they weren't cohesive.
1: I think kind of like Worlds, their drafting was got a little bit cocky where they got completely shit on by Chovizari and Doran's Gragas. And they just allowed those two champions to go through in the second match. And what do we see? Them get destroyed again. And now mm-hmm. T1, they're in this very uncomfortable spot of just trying to win the game from... This huge point de- deficit right here. They have to win three games in a row now, just because. And that's very hard to do. Yeah, it's not it's not something easy, and it's mentally taxing as well. Like sure, EDG was able to do it a trillion times um, in Worlds 2021, but this is you know it's not easy. T1 they were able to clinch out the third game. Um, they took the re barely. Yeah, they they barely won, but they they were able to do it, and it was starting to find like a good match. It wasn't very one sided because. They were able to understand the threats and play towards their strengths. But then we go back to game four and... We forgot all about game three. I was talking about game three. No,
0: that's what, like, going into game four, it felt like they forgot all about... Yeah. Like, how they won game three. They went back, it was was just like a mental relapse. Like, their minds blanked game three and they thought it was game two again.
1: (laughs) I mean, game three, the drafting wasn't terrible. Um, And T1, they were playing well. But it was there was a lot of moments where Faker was actually kind of forcing the initiative, which is fine, but it wasn't necessary. Because of that, even when T1 had like a small lead, and because of Faker's aggression, they would kind of just lose that. And I know this like I know whenever Faker loses a tournament or something like that, a bunch of Faker haters come in. And I'm not supporting that because Faker, I still think he's a GOAT. Just because his he's historically the best doesn't mean that he's still the best right now. But everyone is just, like, getting so mad about it. They're getting so mad. But if you look at the, you know, first all-star pro team, Faker had the best stats of any other mid laner in the league. It, actually, all of T1, except for Owner. Owner was third place. <laughs> but the rest of T1, they were all first place for all-star pro team.
0: Now, I wonder if it has kind of, like, the same mentality of, kind of, like, how we had kind of agreed on Golden Guardians' like. They, they kind of went back on their play style a bit mm-hmm. during the finals. I would almost say I kind of saw the same thing in T1. Like, as it's like from a coach like draft pick wise, it very much didn't feel like the normal T1 we're used to watching.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. Their, their draft wasn't as exceptional.
0: Yeah. It felt very much old school T1 which is not what they've done at all really. Had, mm-hmm. This whole split. Yeah. And I wonder I wonder if that was the reason. It could be.
1: But it just it's just very sad. It's very sad to watch. But I mean I have to give props to Genji too though. Um Genji Pace. He's a rookie ADC. And he was so good. Yeah. He I was. like for an, uh, for a rookie, it, it almost reminded me of Gumayushi's first year, just showing up and just destroying uh, like right off the bat. And Pacey played consistent and I've never seen a jinx. Play so aggressive like that.
0: Super. Like, it felt like a Jinx or a, a Draven was in the skin of a Jinx. Yeah. I'm just, I'm going in now. Wait,
1: wait, wait, what? <laughs> you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Watch me. Uh, yeah, so I have to give Genji the benefit of the doubt because um, even though T1, I didn't like the drafting and I think they did throw, throw away game two, Genji, they still played well. And even in the games where T1 did win, they made it tough. Right. It still showed that despite draft, they can still contend for winning the game. It looks like, similarly to Worlds, Genji is going to be entering MSI as the first seed, and T1 is going to be entering as a second seed.
0: Yeah, and speaking of seedings, the LEC, right now they're in their group stage, mm-hmm. which, surprise, surprise to all, G two gets immediately knocked into the lower bracket. Did not see that coming, like a legit surprise, not like fake surprise. Yeah, Koi Gaming comes out of left field and two ones them. G two already locked in a spot for MSI. So. I know, <laughs> but like these points still matter when it comes to worlds.
1: That's true, absolutely. Like, like they, they could as, be as G
0: two, you still want to get like the top one or two seed. Four worlds mm-hmm. otherwise it's just a lot harder on you
1: and there's always the idea of the legendary lower bracket run so maybe they're just going for that
0: yeah i don't know i i feel like we'll never see another drx run
1: that was a crazy run. yeah i that
0: was once in a lifetime i feel like. once
1: in a lifetime for sure and i liked it I, I liked the drx run i also really enjoyed the edg run where they it wasn't like a drx one but like they had to it was a game five every single game It was exciting to watch. It was exciting because there was like so much on the line. Like it was always till the last game and then DRX obviously you know the whole storyline of death and everything like that. This year's Worlds could be interesting. You know NA finally
0: taking the throne. I don't know. We'll have to see. But right now Vitality to no shocker is doing well in playoffs. Mm -hmm.
1: I'm happy for them. They're doing great. Once Um,
0: again Astralis out of nowhere Though they
1: did play Fnatic, so I don't know if that's <laughs> yeah. Fnatic, they they've started playing better. Yeah, but a little bit too late. Um, not enough. That's for sure.
0: Then Adam carrying Team BDS as always.
1: It's it's crazy. Um, no one expected this in the LEC, right? If you look at LCS, um, LCK, L- LPL, like majority of the top teams are expected. Yeah, right. You're like, oh, like they're there for a reason, right? But then you look at LEC and you're like, why is Astralis number one and BDS number two? Or I might have mixed up the order, but people are like, what are these teams? Yeah. Like, it's starting to look like a minor region. Like, they don't recognize so these so teams. Since so
0: there's only one slot left, I think it's going to be Vitality versus BDS in the finals Whew. for the second split. Yeah. I still think, I think BDS will win, but Vitality will have enough points to where they will go to MSI. I think so. I don't know if it's possible, but I feel BDS might actually make it, which is going to be sad because I really want Vitality to win. I think that's it's going like to be a, a toss up. Really,
1: I think that's like the dumb part about legacy points where you win a tournament, but like because the other team had like more legacy points, you just... Well, like, it's also their own fault for doing so shittily the first split. Yeah, that's true.
0: Um, but I'm... Guaranteed, or more likely, not guaranteed, more likely Vitality will make it, because mm-hmm. they do have upset now.
1: Mm-hmm. They're full, there's there's not a single bad egg on their team now. They're a powerhouse uh, team. I mean, Kaiser, I don't really see him showing up as often, but they're a powerhouse team, and they're a powerhouse team that works well together, you know? Yeah. They're not a Team Liquid or 100 Thieves. They're they're a pretty well, well put together team. Well-oiled machine. Well-oiled machine. That's the way to put it. Yeah. So that's my bets.
0: And as of right now, we've already gotten a bunch of teams locked in for MSI. So we have Gen G, T1, Cloud9, JDD Gaming, G2, Golden Guardians, and then surprise, surprise, PSG Talon. Yeah, they are, they're always there. They're <laughs> always, it's either them, some other team joins them in Worlds. <laughs> Saigon Buffalo. Saigon
1: Buffalo I don't know. Or the Clam people. Oh, yeah, the Clam. The I I forgot. It was a funny
0: name. It was. But we still have a couple more slots. It's going to be interesting. I feel like the other regions, besides Sengeku Gaming, will have a very hard time this MSI. Mm -hmm. It is very much Battle of the League
1: Gods. I agree. I I don't think I think the minor regions are gonna have a tough time this time because I'm looking at all the major regions and they're looking pretty hot. They've created some powerhouses. Mm-hmm. They've created what do you say? They've created like super teams that work, and that's what's scary.
0: Or they've you know what you know what they've done? What they've created teams to prove that they're a major region.
1: <laughs> Let's see. Um, it'll be interesting. I definitely think there'll be surprises from MSI as well, from the minor regions, and hopefully their international segments during the period of MSI will be able to, you know, shine some more light on the other minor regions other than Japan.
0: Yeah, hopefully. Yeah.
1: We'll have to see.
0: I'm always excited to see what Vietnam whips out. They always do wacky things. <laughs> it's true. They do wacky
1: things. No, absolutely. And also, I, I don't know if Loud is going to make it to MSI, but, you know, Loud made a very big impression during Worlds last year as well, so... I'm very excited about that Nothing like team. saying diff on your arm. Yeah, bought diff on your arm. Yeah. That was internet craze after that. It was,
0: it was wonderful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we'll just have to see. And for the podcast, we mentioned it during the, our L- LCS mm-hmm. podcast, but we will be swapping to only one, one kind of semi-shorts on my long episode when MSI starts just to make sure that we don't just spam stuff that you guys don't truly really care about. We don't... We don't want to waste your time. We're not time wasters.
1: We're not time wasters. We're
0: time travelers.
1: We're giving you guys the content that you guys need. And we want to give you guys the info that you guys need. We don't want to ramble too much. Just give you the facts.
0: And the fact is, is that we'll see you next week in preparations for MSI.
1: Yeah. And just so you know, grass grass doesn't doesn't exist. exist.
0: Hey, we did it.